there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome everybody to the Prayer Revolution. So glad you're here. My name is Doyal, and I'm here with my good friend Vera. And we are tuning in live to shout out our morning prayer to you and to all our listeners. And um, this is what we do every day. We're doing every. This is episode 91. So 91, 91 straight days of prayer. And I'm so grateful for you, Vera, for helping us lead it through. Our goal is to get to 100. We're going to get to 100, everybody. And so day 100 is coming up soon. And um, so every day we, we lead a morning prayer and then we discuss that mood of prayer in our daily lives. And we're so glad you're here with us. Um, I'm getting a notice, unable to stream on Facebook Live. Yes, I'm aware of that. So, right. but we'll just continue on Zoom. That's the benefit of being on Zoom is that you're here regardless. Mm-hmm. So all our Facebook Livers, they have no idea that they're being shunned right now. Mm, yes. How you doing this right here? Mari, Theo, welcome. Good morning, guys. Lorzel, good to see y'all. I'm doing good. Yeah, doing good. Had um, had a really beautiful morning so far. It's really, really sweet. Um, yeah, sweet start to the day. And just came from doing kirtan with the family. We do a few minutes, you know, usually like five or ten minutes of kirtan each morning. And the babes were just so cute this morning. Oh, my goodness. They were so precious and so cute. So, I mean, it kind of just like, I was like, oh my God, like, I don't like, this may be like the happiest I've ever felt in my life. You know, it was like that, that feeling of like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that at, you know, the morning kirtan. Totally. Yeah. The little babes, the babies. Yeah. So I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling grateful. How about yourself, bud? Um, No babes in my apartment. So no little babies. Um, We do have a little puppy. Little puppy mm-hmm. boy. He came back yesterday. My wife was in Jersey for a few days, and uh, they came back yesterday. So he's a little cute guy. Uh huh. But I'm doing well. Doing also well. I was um, looking into uh, to flights. I'm, I'm planning to go visit my family in California. I think sometime in August. Since mm-hmm. uh, you know we're all doesn't 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 seem to matter where you are in the world. Um, might as well take the opportunity to go visit my family in California. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, awesome. just thinking about that, planning that with my wife. Right on. Oh, wait, That's I wasn't going to say that, though, because I'm, I'm going to be surprising my mother. So don't let her see this episode. All right. Well, good thing it's not recording. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're not on Facebook. The one day she was trying to get on Facebook. Super grateful to be with you guys this morning. Doyle, always, always grateful to be with you, dear friend, dear confidant, dear uh, fellow journeyer on the path of awakening. Thank you for being my buddy. And all you guys, thank you for, for hiking with us, hiking on the path of self-realization. And so we're, yeah, let's, uh, let's take a moment to pause. Mm-hmm. That sweet moment of being. That sweet moment, all that fulfillment, all that we're seeking, all that clarity, all that connection is found in being. 
It's found in our state of consciousness. Setting your intention, what is it that you're seeking in your life? What is it that you feel you could use more of? What is it that you are, you're aware of that needs attention? What is it that you're already experiencing the joy of that you want to bring more into your life? Whatever that intention is, whatever angle or perspective you're coming at, setting your intention as if you already have it and you're experiencing it right now. If you're seeking gratitude, I am grateful. If you're seeking forgiveness, I have forgiven. Stating those as facts, as truths. As you've stated your intention, knowing that it will come to be, knowing that it's the state of your consciousness. And sometimes we need a lot of reminders. And so this morning we pray to you, my Lord, please help us to remember you. When we remember you, everything becomes easy. Even the most difficult, most challenging experiences in our life become simple, become clear become easy for us to move through. And when we forget you, even the most simplest thing in life can become so complicated, so entangled, so confusing. Please help us to remember you. Remember that all we're seeking in our life is to reconnect to you, to reconnect to our true selves, to be in a living dialogue with you every moment of our life, whatever we experience in our life, to invite you into that, to invite you into those experiences, not to quarantine you, not to put you in a box, not to separate you from our pleasures and pains and just make a little time in our day to connect with you, but to bring you into every moment of our life. You're traveling with us, every thought we have, every feeling we have, every step that we take, every action that, that we take in our life, you're with us. You're traveling with us. Let us not forget that. Let us remember at any moment, at any given time, we can open our hearts and open our minds to you. And that by doing so, it's a soothing balm. It's an empowering fire that will help us either to soothe, to heal our injuries, or ignite that passion to know truth, to understand ourselves, to be instruments of compassion in the world around us. That you were always the balancing, synthesizing agent in our life. Whatever it is that we're seeking, whatever it is that we need, you carry what we lack. You preserve the good qualities that we have in our hearts. My Lord, please help us to remember that. Help us to be triggered to remember you. Help us to be triggered in our hearts and our minds. Help us be triggered to remember you with an open heart and an open mind every step of the way, every day. We pray to you to be close to you. We pray to be lovers with you, to be your friends, to be personal in our relationship with you. We call out your names every single day like a baby that's calling for their mother. 
like a baby who's lost and who's looking for shelter of the mother. We call out in that mood, calling out to you. Please help us to reunite our consciousness with you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Doral. Mm. See all the beautiful waking faces on our Zoom cameras. Mm -hmm. Everyone's waking up for a second time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's waking up for the first time. Mm. Yeah. Jeev Jago. Jeev Jago, go to Chandrabole. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. Yeah. The day before. Tell us about it. Uh, well, I was doing an online kirtan lesson with somebody. Amazing. A friend of mine who lives in Austria that I met at the wisdom training that I do in January at GV, Dragonath and Kastuba. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been doing online kirtan lessons, just one-on-ones. Bryn, we've been doing some lessons, Bryn. we got to schedule our next one. Um, and uh, and uh, she wanted me to sing this song often in the, at, when we were in GEV, Govern Echo Village. And mm. she wanted to learn the song, so we were going through it together. And then I taught her the tune and the melody, and then we were going through line by line, saying the lyrics and discussing the song. Mm-hmm. A little, online, a little bit of online singing change. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. It's something that I would often say at the end of my yoga classes when I was teaching, teaching yoga classes years ago. Um, at the end of a class when everybody was laying down in the corpse pose, just integrating their practice and would chant a little kirtan. And then as, as everyone was coming out of corpse pose, then I would say Jeev Jago. Yeah. You know, and just sing that Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Bodha Chandra That wake up sleeping souls, wake up sleeping souls, you know, that calling out the names of God, you know, that, that remembering that we're, we're part of God, that remembering that our consciousness, that there's little coverings, there's dust, there's rubble, but underneath it all, that actually that journey within reveals the greatest treasure that awakening the awakening of our consciousness the awakening of our sleeping soul and that it's not a um yeah it's not so much of what we're putting on ourselves. it's more of that it's more of that opening of our eyes opening of our spiritual eyes and spiritual senses purifying our our um yeah purifying our lifestyle purifying our experience so that that natural vision that na those natural feelings that they they come they come within our heart so I, I would love that. And people would often ask, you know, sometimes people would ask after, what was that you were saying? And wake up sleeping souls that all of us, you know, to, 
to be able to, you know, it's like our alarm goes off in the morning and it's like we we're waking up from a dream and we're still dreaming. We're waking up from a dream and we're still in a dreamlike state thinking I'm a material body, thinking that I'm my mind, that I'm, I'm you know, all of these, um, all these things that I am not, I'm thinking that I am those things, you know? And, and so it's, it takes a, it's like, you know, we wake up from the dream and then we're still in the dream and then we got to like wake up from that dream, you know? So there's, there's a, we're all still sleeping out there. It's a, the awakening process. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. We, we can be, we can still be sleeping even though we're, we're in a, a materially awakened state. We could be spiritually sleeping throughout our life. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just I was just listening yesterday to the podcast with uh, Raghunath Kasuba, Wisdom of the Sages. They had Yogi Chara as a, as a guest. Mm. He was talking about that exact thing. He was talking about dreams and different states of consciousness and the different layers of our identity. Um, and uh, how yogis they they consider this life as just one big dream, just one big dream that we're trying to wake up from. Mm-hmm. He was telling all kinds of crazy dream stories. Yeah. Authentic yogi. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a, dream, a dreamer of the best kind. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about that kirtan you were having this morning with your with your sweetie pie little cutie babies. Enjoy your Well, life. yeah, I mean just tying it right to what we're talking about right now is that that you know the symbols, the 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 kartals and the murdanga drum and the 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 singing of God's holy names and you know all those doing that that it's okay that that's the awakening process right but that's that's what's you know there are many awakening processes that's that's one of them that's um, prescribed you know as a, a medicine for awakening in the Bhakti tradition is kirtan and that's what I was feeling this morning I was like oh my god like life is so simple. Right? Actually, you know, actually, when it really, really comes down to it, when it really comes down to it, you know, that there's, um, you know, the mission of the Bhakti Center, I know I'm, I'm like tying it into like the, you know, the vision of the Bhakti Center and, you know, the greater life and, and, uh, and of course, our, our little kirtan this morning, just a simple joy of it, but that it's, it's an awakening process that we awaken, you know, like our spiritual life and, our experience in this life, there's, there's a prerogative. There's a number one most important priority. And that's for each of us individually to be in a process of awakening that we feel really confident about. It's something that we really, you know, as we're in that process, we feel confident. Yes, I'm, I'm making progress. Every day I'm making progress. Every day I'm awakening more and more. And that's the mission of the Bhakti Center is that we awaken spiritually and share that share that experience of spiritual awakening to share that with anyone who we come into contact with to share it in a way which is relevant to share it in a way which is with compassion and grace kindness and and that's what i was experiencing this morning you know just tying it into jeev jago waking up my sleeping soul is i wake up with the alarm and then okay then my mind is going and if i don't sit down and meditate and if i don't you know Start and, and it was like, okay, I had a nice meditation. And you know, Jai and I, there's a big field near our house. We were walking in the field barefoot and chanting, and the dew under our feet as the sun was rising is a beautiful experience. And hearing some of the mantras, hearing some of the names, and also, you know, so many thoughts and so many swirling thoughts going through the consciousness. 
sitting down in that kirtan this morning, even it was for such a short period, five or 10 minutes, there's just so much joy. There's so much transformation and joy happening in that, in that space that it's, it's really, it's like a reflection of the eternal reality. It's a glimpse of a reflection of the eternal reality of, of, of happiness and joy and childlike innocence and our expression of, of love and desire to reconnect with God. And that that is everything that I'm seeking in my entire life, the money that I'll make or the service and the purpose that I'll, you know, find meaning from in this world and the food that I'll eat and the sleep and the house and the shelter and this, and all the things of life, all the doingness of life is to actually be in Krishna consciousness, to actually be in God consciousness and, and to be with God, and to be with God's devotees and to be in that experience, not to, not to, you know, be, uh, it's like, you know, still in that and still thinking and still, you know, do, I'm playing the drum, I'm doing the, no, like to actually be present, you know, and, and if I'm a little bit too, you know, maybe if I didn't meditate that morning, or maybe if I was feeling a little more stressed, like I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't have actually, like, let myself be in that experience. I could have missed it. I could have missed it like that. And I've, and I've missed it a million times in my life. I've missed it, you know. I miss it every day more than I catch it, you know. You know? But that, that experience, that's available to us, you know, every moment. I heard from Jagged and Hari that little Vera Chandra is a pretty good drummer. He's a pretty he's good drummer. He's got some rhythm. Yeah, he's, he's drumming. He's clapping in Kirtan. He's, he's a... I have a feeling that he's done kirtan before. I'm not sure what, maybe, you know, but I have a feeling he's... You got his astrology done, done, right? Is he a kirtani in his last life? You know what's His astrology is super interesting, super sure, is that he, he was born right on a cusp of two different rising signs, Capricorn and... Um, uh, and... Oh, God, what is it? Capricorn and Aquarius, I think or Capricorn and something else. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Two different signs. And they're quite distinct from each other. And so our astrologer just said, you know what? He's not meant to have his astrology chart right now clarified. Don't worry about it. In a year, come back, and it will be super obvious which one, he's, which one he is. Just through his, through his physiology and whatnot. He's like, oh, I can tell you, you know, come back in six months, come back in a year, and I'll, I can tell you that easily. So... We don't know what his astrology is, but we know that he loves Kirtan. That's for sure. Okay. Well, you got to go back. We're, we're anticipating. Hopefully you'll, hopefully you'll figure that out before day 100. We want to get that soon. Okay. Well, the thing that's amazing, I mean. A big reveal. Like sometimes you don't have like these gender reveals and stuff. It'll be an, a rising sign reveal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Rising sign reveal. Rising totally. sign reveal party for your child. Yeah, Aditi put Capri and Aquarius, they're consecutive signs in Eastern astrology. So, yeah, so one, one of those. But what's amazing is that, and yeah, what's amazing is that he's revealing his nature. Mm. He's revealing his nature. Him just being, you know, and I, we feel like we're, we're doing a decent job. You know, every, every parent, I think, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. We're, 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 we're talking with a few friends of ours that have had several kids and they're like, yeah, you know, your first kid, you always think you're doing a great job, and you have your second one, and you're like, oh, okay, I got work to do, you know? Um, 
but uh, but we're doing, a, you know, I feel like we're doing a good job put, keeping him in a loving environment, very conscious with him. That as long as there's not like a real traumatic sort of environment, a real like intense kind of environment, just a natural loving environment, then children reveal their nature. They they tell you who they are. They tell you what they like, what they don't like, what their inclinations are, like what their dharma is, what their purpose is in life. They start revealing it at such a young age. And it's so interesting to see like him and Jayabaya, him and his cousin, you can see those natures. They're so distinct. They have such distinct natures. They're very distinct, aren't they? Vera very distinct. I mean, I've met them both very briefly, but Vera Chandra just seems open, wide-eyed, exploratory. Jayabaya seems like very reserved, thoughtful, kind of like reflective, like he's scoping you out. Right. And, and he's also like a total goofball at the same time. He's like, he's like a picture perfect of his dad. You know, it's like, Jai is like, has this very deep internal kind of yogic, you know, quality to him. And then he also is like this total goofball, you know, <laughs> and like his default will be like that deep internal kind of state, but he's also, he could just, you know, blossom yeah. with so much joy. And, and it's interesting because, you know, it's like, you know, whatever, whatever it is with, you know, these, these boys as, you know, we're, we're talking about them specifically, but every child has that. Every single child has that. And in, in yoga, they call it svadharma. Every single person on this planet has a svadharma, has, has a unique purpose for their existence in this lifetime. That's meant to be used, that, that's meant to be realized and in service to God. And we can see that from, you know, from a young age, you can see it with these, these boys. And if they're not if they're just given a healthy environment to grow and to, to be nurtured in, then naturally they will understand that. Naturally, they will give themselves to that process. They will know themselves and how they can connect with God uniquely in this life. That's for every single one of us, you know? Who here has questioned their purpose in life? Here's questioned their purpose and like, you know, trying to find meaning and trying to find really what's my place? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? We've all questioned it, you know. If we look back on our lives, we can see that some way, whether it's through our schooling or it's through our upbringing, in some way, that was covered over at some point. Like, you know, it was obvious that this child was like going in this direction. Like it was the completely who they were in their nature. And we're like, no, like you suck at math, you know, like get back over here. We're going to put you in more math and we're going to tutor you more and we're going to put you in AP and we're going to give you another. And all of a sudden this artist that's like, you know, just forgets they're an artist. They forget even how to, you know, how to do the strokes of a brush, you know, because they, you know, they've been forced in a, a cookie cutter kind of education. And so for every single one of us, you know, it's one of, the, one of the things Deanna and I are talking a lot about recently is that our conditioning covers our consciousness from understanding what our purpose and our meaning is in life, where we're gonna drive that from, we're gonna find it. And that is completely natural right? Like you wouldn't have to get paid to do it. If you were given food and shelter, you would do it out of joy of your heart because it's, it's your nature actually. And that we can all find that, you know, every single one of us have the opportunity. We could just be low, you know, go back into being low babies again. It takes a little bit of that kind of moving back in that direction. And that can be, you know, that could be a little confronting for some of us. Other, other times it can be really liberating immediately. Um, but ultimately it's liberating because it's, it's, it's finding, you know, again, finding that, that truth. And the same thing goes for Jeev Jago. The same thing goes for, for spiritually. So there's a Svadharma, that's, that's our psychophysical nature, the meaning, the purpose that we find 
in this life and and uh, and in service to human society and service to God. And then there's our Sanatan Dharma. Our Sanatan Dharma is that every single one of us who are pure lovers of God, every single one of us are pure lovers of God, and and that means you know that the attribute of that is that we love everybody that we have that pure love and compassion in our heart for every living entity and so jeev jago is, is awakening that part of ourself it's awakening that eternal nature that we're we're pure levels pure lovers of god and that we're eternal that we're full of knowledge that we're full of that bliss and that love and that joy and uh and doyao is going to tell us in three minutes how we're going to be able to you know go ahead and tap right into that You're on mute. <laughs> well, since you asked, <laughs> the beautiful thing is that it's a process of discovery, not of creation. And so our purpose is um, not something that we have to create or develop, um, but it's something that is, is inherent to us. It's inherent to us. And it's, it's liberating. I mean, like, like especially into, like, like, like the world is changing so much right now. The world's changing so much right now. And, and it, the, the thing that I can only like harken back to a little bit is it, it's kind of like, reminds me a little of like the dot-com boom, like in 2000 or whenever that was, or you know what I mean? And every place had a website. I was like, why is everybody having a website? This, why does Fruit Loops need a website? It's the stupidest thing ever, you know? And every, every advertisement you saw was, you know, such and such, you know, zestsoap.com. I was like, what? But like, there's a few people who figured it out that this is where the world is going. And you had like, people buying stock in AOL that became millionaires overnight or, you know, Amazon at the very beginning, they figured out like, why are people selling stuff online? Like they saw the world going in a certain way and they captured a market. And it's like the world is shifting right now completely in in an even bigger way online, even though we already had this ability to take things online. Like it took a pandemic for us to start this podcast and do online, but we didn't, we didn't need that. We could have done this anytime. Zoom existed before. And so there's this sense of like, there's a lot of fear, but there's also excitement. There's also the sense of like wanting to respond in a way that I don't miss opportunities. You know, I don't want to miss opportunities mm-hmm. to figure out like, cause a lot of people's careers are needing to shift, needing to pivot, whether you're in the yoga world or in the life coaching world or you're in the, the, the teaching world, et cetera. Or for us, the bucket center, we're in the, we're in the events, you know, we do events, we build community through events. And so there's a lot of, of, of wanting to like not miss the boat and make sure that we, we, we respond in a way that is timely and that, you know, there's so much, there's so much feeling of like having to do and discover and like find out how we're going to adjust to this world. And so that exact mentality is, is the opposite of what it means to discover ourselves spiritually. Discovering ourselves spiritually is not, you know, they tell those things like you'll never miss the boat. Like your boat is sitting in the dock waiting for you and cannot leave without you because it's your boat, you know? And so I think that- You're the captain. You're the captain. It's not going nowhere without you. And so I think that that becomes our act of faith of recognizing that, that my, the, my biggest discovery is not something outside there. It's something right here. And I just, I just, like God is speaking to me in every moment if I can just get quiet enough to recognize that and to, to hear that. And so I think that that process of discovery is, is very much a process of slowing down, quieting ourselves, and, uh, and putting ourselves in environments where God's voice can become amplified in our life. There are certain environments where God's voice gets drowned out. 
Mm -hmm. get drowned out by the noise, by the energy, by the distractions. Um, and mm -hmm. there's certain environments where, where God's voice gets, gets amplified. And that very much is the process of spiritual life. It's, mm -hmm. it's putting myself in an environment where I know that God's voice will be amplified in my life. And those, mm -hmm. that where it gets really practical, reflecting the choices that I make, um, the people that I associate with, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then, of mm -hmm. course, is the chanting of the holy names. That's what he says. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, go to Chandra Bodha. The Lord is, the Lord is, the Lord is, uh, is calling you. You've been sleeping in the lap of Maya, sleeping in the lap of illusions. I've come to wake you up and I've come to give you these, these holy names. Mm -hmm. So that's powerful too. Yeah. Put ourselves in the environment, put ourselves in the environment. What we're doing every single day, we're all putting ourselves in the environment to remember, to awaken, to keep putting ourselves in the, the environment of, of like-minded association that, that helps that voice of God come through that much more clearly by chanting out the names of God, purifying our consciousness, reconnecting to God through his and her holy names that we begin to awaken, awaken our sleeping souls. Yeah. Mm. So thank you for helping me wake up here. Laura was saying that she can't wait to do kirtan together and that her son does things to show that he remembers Krishna from another life. Jack's a special little boy, Laura. And we mm -hmm. should do a, we should get a, we should do a Philly crew kirtan. We should just get together at someone's house in Philly, come out, spend the weekend there and uh, hang with you guys in a, in a socially distant, responsible fashion. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we can do a kirtan, we can do some sangha, we should do a little, a little Philly weekend crew. We'll do some, we'll do some kirtan. It'll be the first group, I haven't been in a group kirtan in months. I've done kirtan alone in my apartment. I've done kirtan on Zoom where I'm kind of listening here. I've done kirtan lessons. I've, I've listened to Bryn's beautiful kirtan. But I haven't been in an actual, like, physical kirtan with other instruments here. So, Jeff and Laura, let's make that happen, all right? We'll do it. All right. No, we're, we're, not, we're not shunning anybody else that lives also in close proximity to New York City. But uh, Doyle, Doyle, start in the road show. Just uh, put your requests in. Go back on the road. Get back on the road. So if you want, if you want to, if you need a kirtan in your area, please message me at five 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 kirtan. Prayer revolution is is uh, going to the road, going to the road. All right. Next stop, right. Houston with Rachana. Okay. Bhakti bus. Okay. Grateful to grateful to be with you guys this morning, DG. Always a pleasure. Be well. Thank you guys all so much. Sorry to our Facebook crew who couldn't get on this morning, but we love you guys and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Please be well. Please be well. And uh, take care. Adibo. Adibo.